Introducing Global, the app that delivers anything you want. When your bestie is over and you crave your matroma or maybe a burger, order Global and get your food delivered. Yum, yum. When you're missing the right ingredient for your wonderful meal, order Global. And wow the ones you love. When she's made an oopsie and there's no diapers left, order Global and save the day. Download the Global app today and when you need anything, order Global and we'll deliver it in minutes. Save you time, money, and effort. Passion is passion. You know it just as well as me. Uh, now let's stop running from love, running from love. Let's stop, my baby. Let's stop running from us, running from us. Let's stop, my baby. Oh my. Welcome to Movement Scientists. This is the show that discusses movements all around the world. And that's Troy Sivan, one of my favorite male musicians of the hour and the year and the century. 21C, Troy Sivan, gay singer. Nah, he is queer. I don't know. You know, every day you can switch your color. The way you want. But I know him to be gay. Thank you so much, Troy Sivan. And welcome back to another episode of um, Movements Scientist. And we study movements around the world. And it's, a, it's an honor to be doing this work. I love it so much because every time I learn something new, about a movement and today we are going to focus on libertarianism as the movement of the week every week we have a movement and i like libertarianism for one thing it is freedom in short and so we're going to look at libertarianism and we're going to discuss it in depth of many people in uh, getting to like libertarianism, very many people are becoming libertarians. Excuse me, um, they're becoming libertarians for a very right reason. Um, it's the understanding that human beings are free. we are born free, and. Being born free, nobody controls your life. That's the reality. Yes. The reality of life is that nobody controls you. Because if they did, 
then that's slavery. That's what I tell people. If somebody controls you, that's slavery. And of the reality of life is that you can control yourself. And you may not need someone to control you. And there's some people who like being controlled. You know that? There's some people who like, send me here. You know, send me there. Take me there. Make me do this. Make me do that. Let me be your doggy. You know, let me save you. You know, so they like being controlled and they don't mind it. But there's some people who are like, excuse me, don't control my whole life. There's a part of my life, I'm going to control that. And there are some who are like, do not control any part of my life. You know, just don't even think you're going to have a part of my life. It's my life. It's now or never. <laughs> so there are some people who are purely liberal and others who are mixed liberals and others who are not liberal and they're able to be led or controlled. So libertarianism comes from the Latin word libertas. Freedom and is a collection of political philosophies and movements that uphold liberty as a core principle. And I like that definition. Political philosophies. Philosophy is a movement. Every philosophy you've had in your life is a movement. And every movement is a philosophy. And every religion is a movement. And every theology is a movement. I know some people will be like saying, no, you can't say religion is a movement. It is. Yes, it is. Political philosophies are movements. They're spirits. What is a movement? Motion. Spirit is a wave. It's a disturbance. You know, I was reading a physics definition about what a wave is, and I love it like nothing. They were saying a wave is a disturbance. Everything you see is a wave. So everything is a disturbance. So when you listen to music, it's a disturbance. When you watch the television, it's a disturbance. When you look at the, 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 the table you're seated at, it's a disturbance. And I love that definition because... Even the thoughts in your head, when you hear thoughts and voices, those are disturbances. Everything is a wave, and therefore everything is a disturbance. So movements are also disturbances. The LGBTQ movement, the women's movement, women's rights movement, all of these movements are disturbances. The Black Lives Matter movement is a disturbance. Now, people, when they hear the word disturbance, they think, like, are you saying I'm a bad person? You see, that's a problem with language. It's like when you disturb something, you're bad. And I've just told you everything is a disturbance. Even my voice is a disturbance to you because if I keep quiet, you're going to hear another wave in your head, another disturbance. And we always live in disturbances. And why do they call them disturbances? Have you seen water? Still water. Remember the songs of SWV? Still water runs deep. You know? Still water has no waves. The moment you just drop, just touch it lightly, that's a disturbance. And waves are created. Okay? 
Vibrations are disturbances. The moment you speak, do you know how many vibrations are happening right now from my voice? So many. So a disturbance is a wave and everything is a disturbance. Even if, even President Trump, <laughs> everybody is a disturbance. Okay, so enough of physics. So, libertarians seek to maximize political freedom and autonomy, emphasizing freedom of choice and voluntary association and individual judgment. I like libertarians for that. I love them for individual judgment because individual judgment means you make a decision about your life by yourself. You make a decision about your political understanding of life. Yes. You know, some people think it's, it's, it's stupid because those are people who like being led. You know, if you like being led, please be led. You know, if you want to follow somebody, follow them. But I am a very independent-minded guy. I, I do things that I believe. I, I am convicted. I, self, I convict myself. You know, I arrest myself to a belief. So if you don't want to be arrested by yourself, you want someone else to arrest you, please be arrested by that person. But I, am a, I arrest myself. I convict myself with beliefs that I find to be sound. Okay, and that's individual judgment. Collective judgment is whereby you're in a group and there's a leader who says, this is what we are going to do. And you believe it. And you say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is collective judgment. You don't make a decision as an individual. It is somebody who is making a decision for a group which you are part of. But individual judgment is different. That's why I like it seeing it in the churches, you know. Churches, there's a lot of individual judgment, unlike the mosque. The mosque, when it's time to pray, everybody will kneel. Everybody will kneel at the same time. They make sure there's collective judgment. We all kneel. But in the church, when you go to the church and then you tell people, lift up your hands. Not everybody's going to lift up their hands. That's individual judgment. Guys are individual in their mind. And this is, the, this is why Christianity and Islam have, they, they tend to clash much as they are related. It's because one tends to be individualistic and the other one tends to be collective. So they always have some problems understanding. Because in the church you lift up your hands. Someone, some people won't lift their hands. Some will be seated, some will be standing, and you can't force everybody to do something because you do not know why the person is seated. There is a reason. He has a reason. It's his individual judgment that has told him, I won't lift my hands up because I may don't like that person who is telling me to do that. I may not lift up my hands because I do not know that person. I'm tired. I just injured my hand, so I'm not going to lift up my hands. They don't tell you that, but that's, those are the reasons that can come when you ask them so that's individual judgment and when i'm talking about movements we're not forcing you to take any movement we're just telling you to know that there are movements you can be part of libertarians also allow freedom of choice which i also like you should be free to choose whatever you want to do 
in the planet. If you want to abort the baby that you have, you have a right to abort it. Yes, especially if it's legal in the country, uh, if, it's a, if it's legal in the country, you can abort. Now you see the problem of why do we support decriminalization of homosexuality, decriminalization of abortion, decriminalization of sex work? Because these are choice and freedom of expression, life. Yes. You know, people think choice is, um, is artificial. It's not. It's natural. These are your choice. You, marriage is a choice. You know, I laugh at people who think marriage is not a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> you don't force yourself on somebody. And that's why when someone is forced on somebody, it is called um the coming it, it okay yeah no problem All right, coming. So, um, basically, that's what you need to understand about freedom. <laughs> and uh, I'm laughing because of something I've just heard. <laughs> the freedom of choice and voluntary association. I mean, freedom of choice. You know, you can't force someone to marry. I mean, that's 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 your choice. You see, and marriage is. Uh, Choice is natural. Yeah. Choice is natural. Okay? You make a choice to be with whomever you want to be with. So that's why we fight for the criminalization of homosexuality. Because you are attracted to a man. And you're a man. And you want to stay with that man. But they don't allow you to do that. So you want to do it. So... What do you do? Legalize it. That's why in libertarian societies, you're free to marry whomever you want to marry. You're free to abort if you want to abort because abortion is legalized in a libertarian society. You are free to... Um, you're free to, to vote. You're free to, to be a part of a political party or movement. So very many countries in the world are not liberal. They are not free, you know. Dictatorships, they don't allow democratic parties. China is like that. China has no liberty. It's weird. They're very rich. You know, liberty, again, is not holistic or comprehensive. There are some areas whereby liberty is, um, is uh, allowed. Like in China, they are very... Uh, well, they're very, well, they're actually, <laughs> there's very few instances of liberty in China. Uh, but they are, it's a very controlled society, you know. Even religion, you're not allowed to practice a religion because atheism is a state religion, even North Korea. Well, 
maybe not for China, but for North Korea, atheism is a state religion, meaning nobody's allowed to have another religion, which is dangerous, you know, because you must be free to decide what is your philosophical view of the world. Then you have um, in Europe and America, they are so lib liberal because you're allowed to abort, you can marry whomever you want, you can give your inheritance to whoever you want, uh, you can do all of those things. So Europeans tend to be more liberal and I like that. I prefer that because that's a human nature. We were born free. Nobody was born bound. Of course, people say we were born bound to our cultures, so we must follow them. No, you were born free because who said you're going to know you had a culture? You're part of a culture. There are children who are born and they are mad. You know, they, are, they, they can't function mentally. So how are you going to say that person is following, <laughs> is, is part of the culture and doesn't even understand it? You know, there are children who are born with disabilities. So you can't say people are born with their culture. You are taught your culture. You know, as I gave a, an example, a Zulu child, you can take a Zulu child to China and he's born there and he stays with Chinese, a Chinese family and they teach him about China and everything and then the guy will grow up knowing he's Chinese. I'm telling you, you'll try and tell him you're from Zulu. You're Zulu. And he's like, no, I am Chinese. You know? <laughs> you know? I'm Chinese. And I'm like, but I, I know you're Zulu. Come and see your people. And I'm like, no. I only know Chinese. In Sichuan province. <laughs> He lives in Sichuan and he has never seen Zululand. So that's why we say nobody's bound to their culture because you can learn any culture. You can acquire any culture. And so that's what people should understand. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's, it's true. Libertarians seek to maximize political freedom and autonomy, emphasizing freedom of choice, and voluntary association and individual judgment. Of course, we've seen that. We've seen freedom of choice. Um, and I was just thinking to myself, the word liberty comes from liber. And liber used to be the god of freedom and wine. And I love him. And fertility. I love him. He's one of my favorite gods of, uh, of Rome and Italy. And his, his compatriot was Dionysius, the Greek compatriot. And in my view, Jesus was also a Dionysius. Jesus was also a liber, um, a free God, because liber pater is to be, that was the title of uh, liber, which means the free father or the father of the free. And lo and behold, Hindi calls a chief pater. It's wonderful. And Latin calls a head or a father pater is wonderful and in hebrew petra means rock you know so the father is a rock it's supposed to be a rock and 
you know, in Christianity, and it's not in Christianity, to be specific, Hebrewism, they had, the, you are the rock of my foundation. You know, the rock was so important to the foundation of the houses. But I don't want you to be so gendered, you know. Even a mother can be a rock. Yes. Even both a man and a woman, and a man and a man, a woman and a woman, they can be rocks of their family. A man, a single man can be a rock. A single woman can be a rock of a family. So, I like opening up the situation by telling people there's nothing wrong with uh, different types of parent setups, you know. And yes, that's what I tell people. I also tell black Americans that they don't have to worry. They don't have to worry that they are single mothers taking care of children. You know, they make you believe that a single mother can't parent. And it's like, are you serious? Are you serious? They can. I mean, that's why they're single parents. Yes. That's what people need to understand. So don't feel bad when you find the, that you have so many single mothers. It's understandable. They can't stop parenting because there's no man. You know? <laughs> I love children. They do not even care who is their parent. When they are hungry, they want the person to feed them. Whether it's a man or a woman. They don't care your sex. They don't care your color. I'm hungry. And the guy comes and feeds the person and he keeps quiet. You see, that's how children are. They don't care about your sex, your gender, your tribe, your race, your sexual orientation. They care about, can you give me what I'm asking for? And that's how children are. So, I am not affected by the fact that there are many single mothers in the black community. It's not, it, you have to look at the situation and study it. You know, it's economic. Yes. You know, that's why in black America it's like that. It's economic. Okay. So, libertarians are skeptical of authority and state power, but they diverge on the scope of opposition to political systems. So, they are, a true libertarian doesn't is skeptical of authority and state power. Now, this is where I'm not so much a libertarian, but I understand why they are like that. They, because they value liberty, they always see state intervention as as a as a as an as a interruption of their freedom so they don't trust whenever the state is saying we want to come in and organize uh housing and they'll be like no 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 i want my own house i'm i don't want you to choose my house you see so that's a libertarian you know the the authority comes in and says we want to register everybody oh my god they want to know something about me. I don't want the registration. I don't want. So that's how a libertarian is. They really are skeptical of government. They don't think government is up to. They think government is up to no good. You know. They're just going to do something bad for the people. But they diverge on the scope of the opposition to existing political and economic systems. So that's why I told you. 
I'm not fully a libertarian. I'm a libertarian to the point of freedom of choice and natural voluntary association and uh, individual judgment. That's where I am. I support those ones 100%. But I am not, I don't like being skeptical of government because I know, in my view, my understanding of government is government is a system. I become an originalist in this sense for government when, why was government created? It was created to organize people, okay? The first government was the king. That's the first government in the world, was the kingdom. And then you also had chiefs, you know, and then you had judges in Israel. You had leaders. That's, that was the, the government. The guy was supposed to solve issues. Even Israel was a very, they loved judges because what used to make people mad was when they have a neighbor that crosses their path and they they want someone you know they look for somebody hey i need you i need your advice this guy did this to me and i think it's wrong what do you think so there were guys and there were some complicated issues that would come up and so they would send them to the judges so those are the that was government its job was to solve problems so if you take the original thought of what government was it is to solve problems of the people of a large community so basically when government comes with a program its main aim is we are solving a problem but the reason why people become very skeptical of government is that sometimes you can use the system to, to become rich to abuse power to kill people you know that's what happened in nazi germany they used government to kill you know, and so that's what people need to understand. Such things create skepticism towards government, and people will be like, "Ooh, I don't want that government because it's the whenever they do something, something bad happens, something like that." So they have skepticism, but they diverge on on economic systems. So you have left wing libertarians; they believe in the abolishing capitalism and private ownership of the means of production, or else to restrict their purview of the effects in favor of common or cooperative ownership and management, viewing private property as a barrier to freedom and liberty. So the libertarian left-wingers, they do not believe in capital. And that's what I find this so ironic. I mean, you're supposed to be a libertarian, like da, individual judgment, Freedom of choice, voluntary association. So why do you attack capitalism? That is individual judgment. You know? Yes, a capitalist is an individualist. It's as simple as that. It's a guy who sits down. I have an idea. I'm going to set up a factory and I'm going to hire 500 people. Game over. Get the money. It's done. Simple. That's a capitalist. <laughs> So I'm wondering who are these left libertarians who are saying abolish capitalism. It's, it's an oxymoron. You cannot destroy individual judgment. Okay? Private ownership. It's individual judgment. Freedom. A libertarian is supposed to protect freedom. 
which is privacy, the right to privacy, is libertarianism. So I'm wondering what's this? Is this it's an oxymoron to be a left in this in this instance with those views, it's an oxymoron. Because private ownership, you are supposed to you have your own phone. It's yours, you know, and the government does not own it. Okay? So that's what they need to understand. That's my view. But anyway, you can be left-wing and libertarian. I'm also, sometimes I'm lefty. Yes. I'm lefty in very many things, but when it comes to, uh, I don't believe in abolishing capitalism. I believe in humanizing capitalism and, and strengthening and giving socialism to the weak in society. I believe capitalism and socialism should always work together. That's my view. Forever, I'm a mixed economist. I don't believe in in full capitalism or full socialism. Full capitalism is 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 a wild, the wild kingdom. You know, the animal kingdom is so wild. The lion will forever eat the wildebeest. Nobody has ever arrested lions for that. You know, and that's what capitalism is. The rich eat the poor. Poor. So if you don't control it it can become devastating. Now, socialism is a man-made, man-controlled system. So, when you realize that the rich are taking so much from the poor, you now try and come and put a balance. But sometimes, there are very tough socialists that make socialism very disastrous when now they control everything. You know, they tax you beyond you. <laughs> You know, you, you just, they just choke you, you know. They don't want you to own any property. The government is the only one to set up companies. Uh, no human is going to, no individual is going to set it up. So, and I, actually, I'm, I won the world because of the population increase. Because what I know about freedom, we shouldn't have borders. Yes. Borders are stressful to any government for a reason. Because when you have so many people, you are not able to... Um, the more people you have, the more the case of socialism. Okay? Yes. Do you know why? I was studying the constitution of... Kenya, and I was very amazed. They had a section to do with land, whereby they had to limit the ownership of land acreage, and that's like, why? Do you know why? Very many rich people are coming up, and if that happens, within a short time, all the land will be owned. Now, someone may say, but there's nothing wrong with that. Because the guy is going to own the land and he may sell it one day. And that's the problem. When will he sell it? <laughs> because if you're not careful, all the land will go. It will all go. And when it's gone, that's the end. Nobody else can own any piece of land 
until they unless they buy from this person and this person will be like okay i'm selling this land to you so what am i trying to say there is no more land in fact land is so limited it's already gone most land in the world is gone and so you can only get land when you buy it and how how many people have that money not very many you know and so what does this mean africa is going to become like europe you know europeans the only thing they fight for, they don't fight for land as a house that's all they look for people even die paying rent they don't even own a house so that's where we're going and where's europe can i shout it to you socialist Yes, I had to shout it. That's the answer. The more the people. And someone will be like, but Europe doesn't have many people. Wrong. The nations, the boundaries have made them have a lot of people. And that's why EU is there. EU broke the borders to allow capitalism to thrive. Because when you destroy the borders... You are, cre- you are encouraging capitalism, individual judgment, freedom of choice, voluntary association. In fact, EU can be very successful if they put efforts in Eastern Europe that is so dilapidated and not so developed. They go and build nice estates, put enterprises in Eastern Europe, that's what's going to reduce the number of people going to Germany and Britain. That's why Britain is leaving EU. It's because the Eastern Europeans were running to Britain because Britain is rich. And when you do that, Lithuania is going to be dry. But Lithuania is happy because it's part of EU and Britain is taking care of Lithuanians for them. <laughs> So they're like saying, okay, take them. You have lessened the burden for us. Because now we do not have to focus on so many people here and we don't have the infrastructure to take care of them. But my point is that EU can equalize or make the poor parts of Europe Sorry about that. That was a call singing a nice song by Christina Shusho of Tanzania, Mali, Yabwana, meaning the wealth of God. (laughs) So we were saying that that's what Europe is all going through right now. EU is actually capitalist and to kind of, when you open the borders, you allow liberty, okay? 
to move around the whole of Europe without being harassed. Because in the past, there was a border point between France, so you can't go, you just, you have to even pay visa, you know, have a visa. But now, thanks to the Schengen area, you can go to any European country within that area and they don't disturb you with visa, you're a European. So when you have such a system, it's more cap it's capitalistic compared to socialist systems whereby you're blocked and you do not um, you, you're, you're blocked, you're limited, your government has your data, so the other country doesn't have your data. So you have to stay there. That government is the one that pays for you, your health care, and all of that. So you can go to, like if you live in Lithuania, and they're paying your health care, and then you move to Austria, Austria can't continue paying your health care because they don't have your data. And I've moved from Lithuania, so I have to go to Austria and register again to be to receive healthcare in Austria. And that's that's what that's what I want you to understand what's happening with Britain. The Brexit. It's all about that. That this they've not found a system that can be integrative. Integrating Europeans to be part of Britain. At the same time keeping Britain Britain, you know, that's their problem. That's why they it's it's forever it's the philosophical problem of the century how much capitalism and socialism do we need to make the system work because the reality is people have tried capitalism it has failed people have tried socialism it has failed and now they are left trying to know which parts of capitalism and socialism do we need to balance the society so i'm just telling you where africa is going it's going there it's going to become socialist Right now, it's capitalist because, for a strange reason, um, even though they have national borders, the the economy is um, is a bit. The economy is allow is laissez faire, you know, because most of the economy is young. It's it's a young economy, so the rich are really becoming rich, and they're the ones setting up businesses and stuff, and so now. It's mostly about work, 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 work. And then now, because poverty is increasing and the population is increasing, there is a need to take care of the people because there are too many people who are not working, you know? And that's dangerous. So what's, what should you do in such a situation? You have to bring socialist programs to, um, to keep the population uh, safe. Otherwise, you're going to have revolutions. That's what happened in Sudan. As quick as fire, you know. Bashir was out. As quick as fire, Mugabe was out, you know. They didn't even give, they didn't give a hoot. They are like, this guy has let us down. It's because there are a lot of problems and the government is not able to solve them. And it's capitalist. Zimbabwe is very capitalist. Mugabe was very rich. But they were very poor people. So that was a problem. So what do you do when there's so much inequality? You socialize, you know, so you make the gap. 
uh, you reduce the gap of uh, inequality, but then don't socialize too much. You know, whereby you're controlling someone everywhere. <laughs> Healthcare, you're there. Then they turn to 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 family. They you're there. You're standing there waiting for them. Education, you're there. Uh, <laughs> practically everything. Sex, you're there. You know. All of these things, it's, government should not be so much everywhere, but they should be in places where people need help. And I support, uh, I, like, I, I like the unemployment benefits. If you're not employed, you should receive some money so that you engage in the economy. Otherwise, we're going to have a crisis like what's happening in America and Europe. Very soon, they're going to have a problem of unemployment because of robots. They have taken over. And how are they going to pay people? People won't be paid. Amazon went on strike two weeks ago because robots took over. You know, it's a disaster. And so that's why I support Andrew Young. He says, I like Andrew Young. He's a mix of capitalism and socialism, whereby he's giving everybody $1,000 above the age of 18. I love that because when you do that, you... Put money in the system, and it comes back to you. So that's that's how I like uh, a mix of capitalism and socialism. Now, the opposite of libertarian lefties are the right-wing libertarians who believe in laissez-faire capitalism and strong private property rights, such as in land, infrastructure, and natural resources. So they, I like that word, strong private property rights. So they really value that if this is my property, it's my property. And no one is supposed to trespass, not even the government. And that's a problem also. Sometimes it's beyond because if the government doesn't want to use some land, it's like, and you don't want... It means you don't, you can't even make a deal with them. You see, that's dangerous. You're supposed to be free to make a deal with the government so that if they want to acquire your piece of land. Okay? But if you have very many libertarian righties where you are, oh my God, you've got to struggle because they value private property. But I feel it makes sense for a right-winger to be a libertarian because... They believe in liberty. But this extreme part where you're finding like these strong private property rights. <laughs> like someone, if, if someone fences a, a river, a right-wing libertarian, he will say the river is not for anybody else but for me. It came on my land. So... Nobody's going to have access to that. So some people, especially those who are very communal, they'll be like, but how is that happening? And we're supposed to share, you know? <laughs> so that's what happens. Okay, let's look at the philosophy of libertarianism. Okay. What is the philosophy of libertarianism? I know it sounds like a classroom. Sorry about that. All libertarians begin with a conception of personal autonomy from which they argue in favor of civil liberties and a reduction of or the elimination of state. 
So these are guys who love small government. That's why Trump has elements of libertarianism. His plan is to reduce state power on the people. And he already did it with the tax reduction. You see, that's why I said it makes more sense to be a right-wing libertarian than a left-wing. Because the right-wing, they really don't want to see the state involved in their businesses. And that's the war we have now, you know, Bernie Sanders and uh, versus uh, Trump, which may most likely be the case. I think Bernie Sanders may run. Um, he's a Democrat. He believes in democratic socialism. I believe so. I know he may not want to say that because of the America. They have, they have really destroyed the word socialism. They made it sound bad. And it's not bad, you know. And I also kind of support democratic socialism in especially whereby you have a very weak population. Now, what do I mean by weak? Not empowered. You know, you're not empowered. You're not well empowered. And for very many reasons. Like women. Do you know women naturally are not empowered to carry big things? Yes. It's a fact. Even I'm very happy, the one part I'm happy about robotics, it's like it has equalized the labor system. Now men are not working, women are not working. <laughs> so it's like now men have actually, in fact what has happened is like robots are replacing men, you know, and in some jobs. But still men carry are able to carry heavy things naturally. So that creates a discrepancy. In the society. That's why more men have money than women. Okay? That's what you need to understand. So, um, so in democratic socialism, you take care of everybody. You try to take care of everybody. But there's a catch. Like when you listen to Bernie Sanders, he wants to tax the rich. And that's what Trump is like saying, over my dead body. You know, you don't go and touch my money. And so that's the war. In America, it's actually between the rich and the poor. Yes, that's sadly so. And and I know Trump is very capitalist. Yes, he's a like da. He's a capitalist. So the best I would advise a capitalist is to humanize capitalism. Otherwise, it will bring a fiasco in the country. Humanize it. And how do you humanize it? Always understand, hear the voices of the poor. And have meetings with all of those guys so that you can humanize capitalism. Otherwise, capitalism is very ferocious. Have you seen a lion? It has no time to think about what a wildebeest is. It knows that is its food. And that's how it can be. All right. Good. So, So we've talked about libertarianism on the left and on the right and personal autonomy. And these guys, uh, anarchism is also part of this anarchists. They're also anarchists in libertarianism. And they believe that freedom is a form of autonomy. And the ability to initiate a task and do its own way without orders from authorities who do not know the actual problem and the available means. 
So these anarchists say, please stay away from our staff. You have no authority. Can you imagine telling the government that? And that's, the, that's why they're called anarchists. Anarchists are basically no power. Anarchy. An means no. And aki means power. So they are against the, the government. Okay? Now, when it comes to civil liberties, libertarians have been advocates of civil liberties, including free love and free thought. Yes, I believe that also. Advocates of the of free love viewed sexual freedom as a clear direct expression of individual sovereignty and they stressed women's rights as most sexual laws discriminate against women for example marriage laws and anti-birth control measures free love appeared alongside anarcha feminism and advocates of lgbtq rights so i also believe that i believe um Free love is part of libertarianism. And yes, everybody should be free to love whomever they want to love. Man or woman, gay or straight or bi, they should be allowed to love whomever they love. And, and feminists, you know, women should be allowed to be humans, you know, and not be called property. Because that's the problem we have in the most of the world. It's like, because women are, are not masculine, they are weak, you see. And because of that, they, everything they do is like, ugh, ugh. And so that condescending makes the woman uh, subjugated, enslaved. And that's why they are also libertarian in one way or another. They seek the liberty. Like abortion, you know, how can a state, like in America, they have banned abortion. And you're like, this guy was raped. Or the condom burst, and I didn't want to have this baby. You know, and I want to abort, you see. They are supposed to. You're supposed to allow a woman to decide what she wants to do with her pregnancy. If she wants to keep it, fine. If she doesn't, she's going to go to an abortion clinic and say, I can't keep this pregnancy for reasons A, B, C, D. I support that 100%. So it's also a libertarian agenda. So basically, libertarianism is just freedom and individual judgment. And I've told you, Right-wing libertarians include people like Trump and, uh, in my view, Trump is kind of like that. He believes in small government and very many people are like that. Okay, guys, I'm so happy to have talked to you about libertarianism. Today, it was the movement of the week and we hope you enjoyed this. You can go and read more libertarianism. When you have the time, I leave you now with a song from Ariana Grande, No Tears Left to Cry. Goodbye for Movement Scientists. Swivel offers you quality commutes with fixed lines, stops, and prices. Download Swivel and get two free quality 